it. And if you put someone all the way on the low end of like, then you need to clarify that. You need to define each part. So like has levels? Yeah, of course it does. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> In three, two, one. And I know you're not a sports guy, but Tom Brady uh, is leaving the Patriots. I yeah. About that. Uh huh. That's a dynasty gone, bro. No screaming eagle dookie. Yeah. Tom Brady was the 199th pick. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, you, what you mm-hmm. changing? Not only a dynasty. <laughs> you could ask. <laughs> you're changing a sports culture of a team. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And he's looking looking like he's going to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Question: Right mm-hmm. or wrong? Your opinion? I think it's fine. You're 43. You, mm-hmm. You're fired in, at the end of your career. Retire in Florida, bro. That's what old people do. <laughs> That's what old people do. They come from up north and retire in Florida. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady's I, I a regular white guy. Yeah, I can't hate. He's a regular white guy, and Tampa Bay's going to pay him. He's been taking uh, yeah. pay cuts for the, from the Patriots for so long. Tampa Bay's going to pay him what he thinks he's worth at that age, and yes. he's, he's probably going to get into the playoffs. So I don't know anything about football, but I did hear today on the news when I was driving to work that that was happening. Yeah. yeah. And what the guy said was he should have quit when he won, like, was it 10 games in a row or something? Something like that. Yeah. He should have quit then instead of trying to. And I think he said he was like 40 mm-hmm. instead of trying to become 45 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he was just kind of um, kind of saying that. And I was like, yeah, why don't they have a, a age limit for those guys? Especially um, because it's such a contact sport, I just can't imagine a forty-five-year-old man doing that kind of sport. The I think the only other sport that I would think of where people would play around that age, or even like think about playing that old, is soccer or golf. In, oh, golf! Golf! You get a long but life. Everybody in golf. golf yeah, is old as everybody crap. in golf. That's is the old. whole point. You want something that has a long life cycle, so you maximize the income. But even then, all the old guys in golf aren't even balling. It's Correct. the younger dudes. Golf mm-hmm. is boring. We're talking about sports with some activity. That's what I'm saying. I was I'm gonna not s- talking about a leisure. <laughs> it's like curling. Then I better not yeah, say yeah. baseball. It's like curling. Curling is not a sport. I'm sorry. Okay. I better not say baseball. Then. <laughs> you ever seen I some guess. baseball players? Yes. <laughs> but the thing is, even when you're old in baseball, you can't. You can't really play because you, you lose run. strength. You can't run. You can't run. <laughs> you can't slide. The you can't whole slide. You can't dive What's the to fun get a ball. It's, I'm just saying it. It's like, to me, a sport is, when we went to school, sports was sports. You were, yeah. it's activity. You, yeah, you were running, you were jumping, you, you were, were throwing. Sweating. Yeah. You're not walking around with someone. Yeah, but sports like, is you playing golf, disc golf. Look, if you want golf to be real, let somebody, ca- let them carry their own bag. No, yes. no, no caddies. The whole game. No caddies. Niggas would be sweating. Okay, but what y'all doing is creating everything that cater to youth. No. Uh, then what, what caters, caters to, to age? It's got to cater to sports. It to what sports What 63-year-old guy He is, shouldn't be doing it. Oh, mm-hmm. I think you just proved my point. He shouldn't be doing it. Just, okay, that, that's proving. He should, be, he should be doing something else in life. What about mm-hmm. chess? It's is that called, okay? It's called a transition. Is chess really a sport? No. Or is it like a... a leisure. No. How do you define sport a, then? Leisure activity. Okay. Sport is anything where people okay. compete in. Nah. Welcome to a lot about nothing. Sports is not our topic, but I started this because Tom Brady retired. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me say, let me say this: they have esports now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you consider that sports. for me? Yes. That is not sports. Okay. That's a pastime. Dude. So you think sports should be physical? Yes, sports cannot Maybe be I'm mental. Just traditional in that way, but even physical sports are mental, Ed. 
Correct. But they, but they got to do. I the feel foundation like, of sport is competition between two or more to prove you are the best. Anything can be a sport. That's the foundation of sport. Sport is a dictated so by a ball. Cutting grass should be a sport then. Because two grass. neighbors are cutting grass against each other to prove one is the best, it becomes right. a sport. So is it not just a competition or is it a sport? It, a, the foundation of sport is competition. So why can't we call them competitions then? Why do we have the word you, sport? Actually, you can so, so why? So what's the difference between the sport think, and well, just a competition? I'm not sure. What I do think is, I mean, if we dug into the definition of the word somewhere along, I imagine they're related. But mm. the foundation of any sport is competition. And, right? You know, no, you're right. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what, what, where does the bar for sport end? Like, me, why can't well, we? We have that like argument e-sports? is on y'all's side, though. Remember, on my side, I see chess as a sport. I see two people wanting to race lawnmowers as a sport. I see two people want to shoot bow and arrows. Archery is a sport. Mm. You see what I mean? To me, it's not physical. The physical aspect is in support of the mental struggle. Mm. The physical aspect supports that mental struggle. So why can't we have like another word for like chess? Why can't it be like a mental duel? You know what? We need a committee that dictates mm. what is considered a sport. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Think about it. When they did the shot put, the shot put was the shot put until they made it compete against another person. Right. <sighs> a long jump. This is a person jumping yeah, until you made compete, it compete against another. And it becomes a sport. Correct. Yeah, and that's you know, why I joined the Olympics. You're probably right, but I disagree. Because there's some, some sports that people will consider unfair, so they kind of don't make it official. Right. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of things that don't call official. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I'm going to break that absolute I statement you made. At, I look at curling, and I'm just like, who the hell sat down and came? First of all, who sat down and came up with it? Bruh. What? Second of all, curling. You mean, like, wait? No. No, no, no. Curling, the, the, uh, the Canadian sport. you slide across the ice and yeah. push this little You oh, slide yeah. the block of, like, marble, and you, like, sweep that Dude, hole. Dude, why can't marbles? <laughs> yeah, marbles. Why can't marbles be a sport? I yeah. Marbles, marbles was fire. a sport, no, and it some, is a sport. I'm talking about some Olympic-type. Yeah. Shooting marbles. Marbles, like. I, right. I have like, like for prize special. money. Yeah, exactly. You Actually, you can. You can have the marbles. That's what happened with billiards. Listen, bro, when I was in Haiti and we ain't had shit to do, bag of marbles. You ain't never lied. Big ass circle. The big one. You yeah. put, a, put a marble down, you got Ooh. the big one. Sitting big out. ass yeah. circle. God. Yeah. Uh-huh. I used to be able to do it with my thumb. Like, I can't, I can't do it no more. That should probably I, hurt. I did, yeah. i this right now. Yeah. Sometimes, like, if you were a novice, you would, like, put it between your thumb. and then, What? Like yeah. But if you're a real nigga, you know how to do it. I don't want to lose bone marrow. If you like, he'll be like, like you too dog old. To be playing that sport, yeah, dog. See, see this dudes because the thing is in Haiti they have nothing to do, so they perfect everything they do. No screaming eagle to go hopscotch. Let me ask you a question. So I know Edward, he don't got to do with this, but in Jamaica, what we used to do. We used to have a game called Dandy Shandy. Dandy Shandy. And we take a carton. It's like, okay. it could be a juice carton or a milk carton. And we stuff it and make it into a ball. Because we couldn't afford a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make it into a ball. Yeah. And that would be the ball you throw at people to be oh. out. And you don't want to get hit with that ball. That shit would hurt. So it's a carton. It's a carton. It's so, a yeah, carton. You, you became skilled what? in dodging. Rock throwing, bro. Oh, yeah, y'all called a dodgeball. Dandy Shandy. 
Oh, okay. We there call it. Uh, we were dodging. O U T out. We call it O U T out. O U T out. Balls. O U T out. You get nah, three years. O U T. You're out. He's just playing mob, bro. <laughs> mob. That's marbles. Mob. Or the one where they put the parachute or the class get around one group. All like one group goes under the parachute, yeah. and then they hit them with the balls and stuff. I never played you, that. You ever seen in those like African movies where you see a kid like rolling? Like a wheel with like a stick. Yes. Yeah, I did that Heck shit. Yeah, bro. I did that. That's hard. That's real. That's no, that's hard. hard. No, that's it's not. not. Hard, that's real. Now when nah, you've been man. in it, what? What? Oh my god, that was. We're telling you, it's on, not it hard. Was, it was the bomb. Yeah, it's fire. We used to roll, roll all down the street, up and down. The well, street. I learned how to do it good. <laughs> I'm lying. You know what? <laughs> That's bull. Come on, you talking about like, how easy it was. Third world country problems. <laughs> third world country oh, problems. That's all. See, I'm not from country. a third world. See, third world countries well, can way, bond. The way he talk about it, you would think he was from a third world country. Oh, here we go. <laughs> See, uh, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just in this. We ain't even talk about that. Like sports, as I said before, is the mental competition supported by the physical actions. I guess I still disagree. You're probably right. I still want the committee that decides Same. what's the sport. Same. And that committee, I, I like, about that the wheel shit, that, that could that, be a sport. That committee should consist of like different people from different yes in life. Yes. You need a D and D player. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You need a gamer yes. PC <laughs> console because it's two different things. People don't okay. realize that. Ed playing mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh against someone—that's a sport. Yes. No. As long as you are competing, it's a sport. The, the see, it's the essence of competition. Competition has that innate desire to be the best so or to be better. Argument could be a sport because I love. Oh, that's love, a fact. I love what to is, be right. So is, I guess debates. I love to be what, right. Debating is a sport. No, debating, argument. yes. Absolutely, be, hands down, nah, bro. Great so debate. Now on, no yes. more arguing. I'm, I'm, I'm. We're, we're in competition, yeah, right? It's a sport. <laughs> it's a sport, it's a sport now. Ed. No, it's a actually, sport we learned that in logic. I didn't think so either. Oh. I'm like, it's a bunch of people arguing, talking. What you talking about, eh? They're like, no, no, it's a sport. Nah. And when they were like, yeah, they're actual debates where they have yeah. a, t- a subject matter. Yeah. I prefer they sit on the sides and they go nah, at it. I prefer to call it a mental duel. Mental duel is okay. To me, sport is like a big it's it feels like a um it feels like a uh tell me the requirements of a sport. Physical like physicality, running, jumping, got it, uh throwing, sweating. To me, that's a sport. Like it okay. feels like a strong word. So you say the physical the aspect sport, should be up there with the is it more right. physical or more mental? It's more physical for me. Okay. A sport. You feel me? God, I don't, I don't but mental mentality is in it. NASCAR. I don't want to say this, but you don't have to be smart all the time to do sports. Facts. Right. You That's know? true. Facts. You don't have to be fit and if you just all the time know, to do sports. Exactly. If you just know the sport, mm-hmm. like I've seen some dumbass football players, but they know the hell out of football. Correct. So NASCAR, mm-hmm. which is sit is basically sitting sedentary. I can see that as a sport. There we go. So you, you but, know, but that's what I'm saying though Like it's still physical Because you're sweating in that box So chess They sweat when they're playing Because they're uh, under pressure You see the sweat pockets They're under all I this think that's, pressure But I think sweat that's pockets. individual That's that's like between individual people Like not everybody sweats Some So are cool uh, under is pressure. tennis a sport? Yes what are you talking about? So it's between like two exactly people Exactly what I'm talking about So you're saying it should have heavy Mental. I'm, I'm sorry. Physical. physical aspect. Yes, I think it should have a heavy right. physical aspect to be a sport 
Anything else could be a mental duel. See, I'm not sure if sport is a word that could be interpreted different or if there is a true definition. That's you a got a question. computer, I will look it up. Because I'm not sure sport? if physical is so, that I mean, critical of an aspect of a sport. You're both IT people. So, yeah. like, if I go, okay, who can build this computer faster? That's, that's a, a mental duel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a sport. That's a mental duel for me. Or maybe... That's not a sport. Going back to what you're saying, what if sport is the created word? I don't know the origin of the word sport. You know, you can look up Webster and see the history of the word or whatever. Maybe that was a created word. Hmm. Because it might just, in my mind, I'm sitting up here going competition. And what a hmm. sport derived from competition, but it's like a brand name. It's like the difference between organic with the small O and organic, the brand name, which is a large O. Here's what sport is from dictionary.com, right? Got it's it. A noun. An athletic activity requiring skill or physical prowess and often a, a, often of a competitive nature as racing, baseball, tennis, golf, bowling, wrestling, hunting, fishing, etc. Also of relating to used to sports in particular, blah, blah, blah. Suitable for outdoor or informal wear. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. To amuse oneself with some pleasant pastime or recreation. To play frolic or gamble as a child or an animal. It's, it's all physical here. Is it? It's all visible here. Okay. For me? I can say, yeah, then I can go with sport has a stronger physical aspect than basic competition. I I agree with you. It should, which is why I don't agree with esports. It's not sport to me. That hurts. It's not a sport to me. Like, oh my God. I guess that's why they put the E in front of it. Uh, But to me, it's not a sport. I feel like it's a mental duel. It's taxing. Don't get me wrong, but it's taxing for anybody to think for that long. Like if I'm playing League of Legends against somebody, that's a mental duel, and that's that's a if that's the body of, um, if, the, if it's dependent on your reflexes for Twitch gaming, reflexes, right. your skill, the sharpness, uh, even down to your eye blinks, how you react, right? And they are sweating and under mega stress. True, they are under stress. Does it slide under the definition you consider a sport, <laughs> or you're saying that no, that's still on the outside? First of all. I play several games mm. and I play right now. I'm playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah. Now I'm not the best player. Mm-hmm. All right. But I know there are some people that I have teamed up with. They have all the gear, like they're decked out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And they can't play for Boy, crap. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Why yeah. are you running? You you see the enemy coming. Yeah. Because right yeah, now yeah. they have like a Terminator um mm. type of thing going on. Yeah, so you like play, a mod. Yeah. So you're okay. like playing against Terminators. Yeah, Terminators, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. You can't I, kill those dude, things. I am running. Yeah. I killed one Terminator and I was like, oh, I'm good. I ran away. One guy is like running. He got everything decked out. Yeah. He died like six times. Damn. And I'm just like, how are you dying? Yeah. Just turn around and run. Run. Yeah. Shoot, run. You shoot, have to run. hide. Like, shoot, run. Duh. You're like, I don't get it. You and could you could put mud on yourself and camouflage. Yeah. Or... So I don't want to say esport can be that because like you can have someone who's been playing longer than you. And know nothing. Right. You know, but if you play basketball or football, you have to learn something about it in order to do it. Yeah. Like I've watched some of the some of the esport competition. Yeah. And honestly, people, I feel like I'm not trying to be funny, but I feel like they're just button pressing. <laughs> like I feel like they're just pressing the button. Nah, there's skill in there. 
I don't know. I just feel like they're pressing the button, and I'm just like, I don't. Mm, I don't yeah. Know. Well, that's here's the thing, Ed. You ever seen a like a football play? Yeah. If you look at the last Super Bowl, the quarterback, like you said, he was like, I just started playing football at the end of high school. Yeah. And he was like, I don't have a lot of the skills yet. I went to yeah. the Super Bowl and did all of that. Pat Mahomes didn't learn to read defenses until his second year. Correct. And he's been playing football all his life in college. A- absolutely. So when you look at that, I, it, once again, it supports yeah, but, some of the stuff you're saying. Yeah, that, physicality. That, that physicality, but the mental aspect of it is what he's learning. Exactly. With the but then it goes back to the whole purpose of the competition you're talking about and the sportsmanship. If you have someone that's been practicing their entire life, mm-hmm. seven years old, their parents took them out to go try for football or basketball or baseball. Kobe. They've been playing since they were kids. RIP. And then you have a coach that's like, I like this guy. Yeah. You know, he, he's like you feel you will feel slighted. If you if you ever watch like the uh, NFL combine and hear how they talk about the guys, they only talk about their mentality that much unless it's a quarterback. But they'd be like, this is a big guy. He's thick at the bottom, mm-hmm. fast, yeah. that's true. strong. If you ever, see, there's a, there's it's like a, a slave auction. Bro, when, I hate it so much. Like I know. When, when, when Brian was coming out and they were the uh, yeah, uh, Miami guys, yeah. they were like, yeah, for every pound we gain, we earn X amount more money. Yeah. So right before combine and stuff, everybody was trying to gain Listen. all this weight. Yeah. And get all that. They're like, yeah. man, this worth money. Yeah. And then still be functional. I'm like, God, they, yeah. how you going from, you know, 200 pounds to 270, yeah. you know, coach say my frame could carry this, yeah. you know, and keep it a skill up. But yeah. I, I, I see, I, I'm, I'm wondering in my mind, I'm trying to see, I want to be careful about leading on the physicality thing. Why? Because there is a magic in sports, right? Called talent. Yeah. There yeah. are certain people that are born with a talent, right? And no matter how hard you train, you cannot, cannot reach, reach that, that talent. talent. It's born with them. And that that, and that's fine. that goes yeah. into that. Yeah. And it's a talent physical. Yeah. Or it could be a skill. Right. For example, uh, some of the classic quarterbacks, they'll go, he has vision. Mm-hmm. He's always had it. Mm-hmm. We knew he, we had to get his body up and do all of this. But even in the beginning, he was able to hit this and throw that and this and this. Because he could foresee it. Right. You know, and I'm going back to the challenge of uh, uh, what you were saying with sport and physicality. Talent, I think, is that wild card. Because you've seen mm. fools come out there. I remember, uh, what was his name? Mike Vick, when he came out. Lord, have the mercy. God, bro. Lord. That, that was, I mean, I heard about it. But when I watched Brian and them go play him, Hey, he could throw that ball. They did a whole field cutting through, unstoppable. He could run, do all of this. And they're like, um, see, that's beyond physicality. Mike Vick was he has a talent. Mike Vick was different when he came out. Yes. He changed football. Yes. He changed they football. Were like, from that is. But now we see more quarterbacks talent. like that after watching him. Even crazier when people go, oh, Michael Jordan could fly. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. When he did that dang there, what was that? Dang it, near half court, he jumped. And, you know, you're like, he can really fly. No, there's that. I don't think none of us or it's hard to describe. I don't even know how to define talent. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if talent, how that goes hand in hand with physicality. You saying both. That oh. makes no sense. Well, he's how do you he's put tall. up? But even being tall, how do you put up 
a world record with the ability to look back and still smile at the person behind you. Practice. You know, that's like, that's telling me if I practice. was a coach, I would jump all over him going, boy, pay attention. It's practice, like, Ed. I'm already number it's one. It's practice. You can have talent, Ed, but if you don't curate it, it I will agree. never grow into anything. Mm-hmm. He ran forever. He trains yeah. hard. Yeah. He, yes. He worked his body up to be great. Yes. Any great will tell you you have to practice. I agree. Pure I, talent I is nothing agree. without practicing curating that. So Usain Bolt is is insane, but he made it so that he practiced insane so he could be insane. <laughs> yeah. So he did a damn thing because yeah. nobody wanted to do it. Not even that. It's not. It's. It's. it's not, I know people are like. Well, yeah, this is great with Usain Bolt, but look, Jamaica mm. cleaned up. Did they? It's not like that was a wash. It's not like it's a rare thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fools are like hoping his knee would give out. No, I'm just saying, like in Jamaica, that's (laughs) listen. They're you know how they talk about the football players in plantation was it plantation not plantation what is it Plant City or whatever Uh, um, where they train in the cane fields and all this other stuff. Oh no no no, it's you talk about Pahokee. 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 Yeah, yeah, like. Dude, we drove by yeah. where he they used to chase rabbits. Where he grew up, we, yeah. we drove by. The, like it's a track field, but it's dirt. Yeah. So you got a you're you're already running. Yep. What you consider top speed. Yep. But then to the rest of the world, it's, it's extraordinary not, yeah. speed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you only trained a certain way and that's all you know, then it's better than what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Automatically. Here's, here's the thing, like. There's a football player named Janoris Jenkins. He's from Pahokee, and they call him Jackrabbit because he used to chase rabbits mm-hmm. in the cane fields. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it made him a good cornerback. Yeah. Like, he's the top corner. I think he's plays for the Giants, but he's the top cornerback because this nigga been chasing animals, like, since the beginning of time. Yeah. <laughs> since he was born, he's been chasing shit in the fields, running through mud, running through dirt. Like, it's kind of hardened his body. into. So when he's, like, running... On grass or turf, it's easy, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's running in a snap. He's cutting in a snap because he's done it on harder surfaces. It's the same way. I agree. It's the same way people train with weights. Mm-hmm. Like if you run with ankle weights or something, since you're running harder, take them off, be a little faster. True. It takes True. a while, but you got to carry you gotta, that. Yeah. Nothing comes just by pure talent. Patrick Mahomes didn't I win do. the Super Bowl I just because he had pure talent. He still practiced. The quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, and the quarterback's the most mental side. Look at Tom Brady, the least yes. physical figure of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, you know, you're a recorder, right? Six rings yeah. on this man's hand, yeah. right? Six. Yeah. That's ability. Yeah. 199 pick or something like that. Six rings. You know, crazy kid out of, uh, I don't even remember where he's from. I forgot. He went, to, I know he went to Michigan State, but I don't mm-hmm. remember where he's from. Just a white kid, bro. Just a regular white kid. Who? Tom Brady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a hot model wife. Yeah, of course you're gonna get that when you got that kind of those kind of dollars coming in. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. He still kisses his kids in the lips. Uh huh. (laughs) Better ain't doing it right now. COVID talking. (laughs) Like, I mean, this man going to town, man. All this started because of Tom Brady, but I fuck with Tom, man. I was never a big Patriots fan, but I was a Tom Brady fan. Because he's like a regular dude, but he he did yeah, it. Yeah, he by, doesn't look and act regular. Yeah. Just by the mental. He's relatable. He pick you apart. He's relatable. He is relatable. He is relatable. A thousand percent. So uh, to summarize it, I guess we figured out that we've separated sports and competitions. Mm-hmm. Chess will be a competition. Mm-hmm. And kickball will be a sport. Yeah. 
Got it. And we're not even talking about that. We're talking about how crazy people are. Yeah, it's not even that. Topic. <laughs> like 16 minutes in, we were like 20 minutes in. Uh-huh. <laughs> still haven't even talked about it. People are like, what was this about? <laughs> I don't know. But I want to talk about how crazy it's been right now. Yeah. Yes, we have coronavirus, but mm-hmm. I want to talk about that like later. Correct. I want to talk about the human psyche from like when things that they don't expect to happen happens. Because I wasn't, I was, I don't, I never lived in New York, so I don't know how how people like felt after nine eleven happened. Right? Like, what was that panic like? I'll never know. But any type of like unexpected entity enters and people just shit the bed. They're buying. And I'll never understand how the coronavirus translate into buying toilet paper. Mm-hmm. I think one person started. And I mean, then, the, well, the, no, the funny thing is before the coronavirus like spread. Yeah. Not the virus itself, but the news of it spread out yeah. of China. Before that happened, the toilet paper thing was almost like a joke on Facebook. Mm. And someone was like, man, you better get all the toilet paper because it's being bought up. And then everyone started po- reposting the post. Mm. And so I saw the post a few times and I thought it was a joke. Like, yeah. okay, they're buying them toilet paper. But then there was no toilet paper. Yeah. And I was like, it's not a joke. Yeah. Is did this come from a post? I don't know. It had to because I'm. T- I saw. I saw the post. It was like a joke, and the next thing you know, the paper's gone. But that begs a different question: like, why are people so quick to follow other people, right? Instead of doing their own research or trying to figure you out what, have a natural what's best herd for them. Mentality. We have a natural like a, herd mentality. A ridiculous herd mentality. It's like, yeah. Slate, it's like when they go um the fake 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 news or the media is fake. Yeah. Yeah, they and call it group think. Ridiculous. We have bro. group think and herd mentality and so on. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's talk about like holidays. So Black Friday, right? Friday after Thanksgiving. Yep. I don't understand why people continually like gouge on sales, quote unquote, when they're not that great, to be honest. Cyber Monday is better, but that's just a tech of me talking. <laughs> but the sales aren't that great. Yet continually, I see, like, we don't learn from my mistakes, people. Right. People are continually running through these stores, bombarding everything. They're not that great to sell. It's just because, is it just the tradition? Both. both. That's the, it's it's both. both. It's tradition and marketing. It's the same with religion. The foundation of religion is tradition. That doesn't make sense to me. I know. Well, that's because you're young and you're challenging. Yeah, you're able to challenge they've con- it. They've convinced people that, number one, by spending more money on these days, right. you're helping the economy. But nah. the thing is, the poor people are spending the money. Right. That's also uh, the reason that none of this affects. I don't want to say it doesn't. There's no trickle down effect. There isn't. Because the people that are, are looking for the break that this stimulus is supposed to give are the same people spending the money on the same thing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't go out there and spend the money. Right. And hope to, for it to come back, back to you. It's not. It's, it's the, you, you no longer have the money. Right. So it's a waste. It's the rich people who don't buy anything. Yeah, exactly. Okay? They're getting because the money. They don't, they don't go to Walmart. They don't go to Target. Yeah. They don't do any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, what killed me the most. It's the poor people who are using up their tax return or their I remember uh, whatever in my, check. In my economics class, it kind of stunned me. Uh, I was still young in college mm-hmm. and a teacher came in. He was like, a poor man values a dollar less than a rich man. Hmm. 
a rich man lives as though he knows tomorrow's going to come. Yeah. So he doesn't mind saving that dollar. Hmm. The poor man who's had nothing is anxious to fill some of the wealth and, and prizes and presents that the mm-hmm. rich man has. So when they get a dollar, they're anxious to get rid of it because mm. they want what's behind it. Right. They're not sure about tomorrow. Yeah. Classic Maslow hierarchy of needs. The foundation layer is security. The poorer you are, the less you have it. So when something comes, you tend you to want to live yeah. more for now instead yeah. of tomorrow. So tomorrow. So yeah, it, yeah, all marketing serves those things. So that brings me back to my like tax return thing. So when we, people get their tax return, they spend the money before they even come. Correct. First of all, they say I ain't get shit because I paid the right amount of taxes. And I don't think people understand that. When I tell them I got like $100 back, they're like, what? You get? I'm like, no, I paid the right amount of taxes. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to get a money bunch of back, money yeah. back because mm-hmm. that means they took too they much. They took too much mm-hmm. and they're, they're yeah. holding your money. Exactly. Like, and no. the, thing, the thing about that is when they take the money, they make money off your taxes mm-hmm. and they give Correct. you back they the money they took. It. Correct. Yeah. But they don't. You don't get a percentage of that investment. Nope, back. You don't. You don't get none of that back. They just give you back the money they took from you that was yours in the first place. Absolutely smart. So Correct. when when I get a hundred dollars back, I'm like, all right, cool. I paid the right amount of taxes, but still doesn't make any sense because they still use my money and and really. You don't get the benefits. None though. of it. Mm-hmm. None of it. So when people take, get tax returns, I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna buy. I'm, it's, it was it always me. being your money. You could have had it if you had a discipline. That's savings. a fact. But the main reason people see it as this game yeah. is because of lack of discipline. It goes back to that foundation I just said. If you do- a value a dollar is less, right. you're never going to have, or sorry, I should not say never. That's absolute. You're not going to have the drive to save it. Right. You're just not. But, but if you're putting it somewhere and something on the outside is saving it for you, yeah. you give it back, you feel like it's a game. An investment. Because it mentally... I couldn't save that money. Right. But thank goodness, that's, to me, tax every year is like a bank. Right. And I'm getting money back. That's how they view it. Yeah. It's like the bank giving me money back. That's why rich people don't spend money. Correct. They get other people to spend money. Mm -hmm. And then they make money because they value that dollar. Poor people do not value the dollar, which makes sense. Yeah. If you give a rich man a dollar... He's only trying to figure out how to invest it into making a dollar fifty. Right, right, right. To make it, you know, dollar seventy five. Right. That's what the, his mentality. Yeah. You know, if you're doing something all the time and you're tired of doing it, you want to create a business and mm. then hire people to do that. That way, they're doing what you hated to do, do yeah. and you're getting the profit from it. Hmm. That's what led me into entrepreneurism. Yeah. Yeah. So, what does that mean for like holidays, like Christmas? So you don't even want to go in that conversation. Shell knows my buddy. <laughs> and there's a holiday every month of the year except for August. August, yeah. Once again, that same teacher. He was like, the purpose of it is to keep you spending money. money and it's yeah. a unplanned on cost to the poor man. Right. To the poor man. Remember, they don't value a dollar as much. Right. So if you have a holiday, if you look at every month of the year, there's a holiday, is to create a surprise cost to always disrupt. Their standard savings, which they rarely have. Right. Their standard money flow. It disrupts it. So they're always struggling to recover. And there's so much marketing pressure for them to celebrate it. You know what? You told not too long ago, Ed, you told me the best advice I've ever heard. Was it was it you? Yeah, it was you. You said the best way to save money is to stay inside. Yep. Because as soon as you step outside, you're being marketed. Everything is about spending money. You're being marketed to no matter what. Yep. If you want people to spend more money, give them smaller bills. Yes. 
make money easy to access. Yes. Take away. You always create. We have this general stuff called uh, one step from what is it? Wait, I, I even wrote it down. Uh, one step displacement. We do one mm-hmm. step displacement. If you can do one step displacement, what that means is give someone a credit card, they'll use it. Mm-hmm. Give someone five one dollar bills, they'll spend it. Right. Give them a hundred dollar bill, they'll tend to let it sit in the wallet longer. Mm. They'll still spend it. Yeah. But it's going to take them longer because mm-hmm. it takes more effort. Yeah. As long as you down. have that one step displacement, take away the effort. Nobody has right. You don't want to take a chance of giving to somebody and they yeah. go, this is fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The easier you make it. it. Yeah. And we learned this in marketing 101. Uh, go for the impulse buys. That's mm-hmm. why if you go to a counter in the store, we have all the one cent candy and easy stuff up there. Those impulsive buys add up. Yeah. And you'll see those in the poor neighborhoods. Why? They value a dollar less. Right. You go to the richer areas, oh, that dollar going to be hell to get. So there's not a strong benefit to have all those little things there. They're going to have bigger bills. They keep that one step of difficulty making it harder to get to that money. Yeah, I mean, poor people have kids, Mm, you know. More kids. More kids. And they're Mm going to go, Mom, can I have this? Yeah. And you're like right at the checkout with five kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to go, okay, grab that, that, and that, you know. Mm -hmm. Where a rich person sends the housekeeper. Yeah. The and they goes, may have one or two kids. And they may not have any kids. Any. The, the nanny got the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's two different things. You got to yeah. think, think about how the rich live and how the poor live. Yeah. You know, when you're going to the grocery store, does the rich go to the store? No. No. They send the housekeeper. The nanny's home with the kids. So the kids never really go to the store. There's right. no chance of buying those things that he's talking about. Exactly. Right. So poor people will bring like five kids. That's why we say don't look at nothing. Yeah, don't touch nothing. Don't look nothing. don't breathe on nothing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely correct. <laughs> but I think uh what you said is correct, Joe, because if you think about like third world countries and where they have their main income is like farming mm-hmm. or selling crop or selling whatever it is that they grow. They have more kids to help with the correct. Mm-hmm. That's the so, foundation of it. Yes, right. Man, yes, thirteen kids and yeah, yep. twelve kids. My grandmother had thirteen children. Yeah, they all you know how to farm it. and and, yeah. and pull up. Yeah, Ew. you would in turn make more money. Correct, and you'd the be able idea to sell more. The idea, yeah. yeah. So I think that idea is kind of passed down. Like Jebediah and Crest go on to the <laughs> go <out> to the market. <laughs> go out to the market. Straight out there, not Jebediah. <laughs> Jebediah uh, and Crest <laughs> selling onions. <laughs> selling, selling onions out of the market. See, that's no, right. You're absolutely right. The yeah. thing that we were missing was business. Yeah, and that was a skill that business was only sense. taught to a certain group. Yeah, business sense and financial literacy. Uh, financial literacy is a biggie. Even yeah, now, we don't get that type nope. of. We fear it. I yeah. fear it. Yeah, we fear it because it's ignorance we embrace. Right, because the idea of not spending your money and getting what you want, like the idea of not having instant gratification, like sucks. Because mm-hmm. when you have money and you know it's something you want and you want it now, you go get it. And where does that stem from? It stems from the foundation of. Uh, only two things make anything living react. Right. Anything living. Benefit or punishment. Oh, and the less you can see tomorrow, the more important benefit is. Yeah. So a person that is poor with multiple kids and working harder. Yeah. Don't own the house. But right. you're paying rent. Paying everything. Yeah. You have so many punishments mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. that when you get anything you consider a benefit, you hold on to it. Yeah. Right. And you go for that benefit, that good feeling. If I can get away with a snow cone or a candy bar and it makes me happy 
for that one brief moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hear about a 401k. Yeah, exactly. I'm not trying exactly. to hear that. Which is why I, I agree with something um, like passive income, things you don't have to think about. Which Correct. is why I think having like a retirement fund taken out of your check, if they could take the money out of my check and put it, well, they do, and they put it into like a retirement fund. But all these years that I worked, now I can see that. If like if I put my money into a Roth IRA, that's some shit niggas don't really know about. When you put, if I put my money into a Roth and let that money grow, that's I'm getting. I guess that's passive income. You know what I wish even more? I wish. I had two or three lifetimes so that I could expand on the foundation of knowledge I was given. The main reason we do the passive income stuff, you're absolutely right. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Is because we have not been fully trained generationally on entrepreneurism. You want in youth to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. You want to go out there because passive income is slow growing. But in youth, when you have strength, and we were just talking about sports yeah. and everything. You can go out and make double and triple. A person, you're talking about in passive income, we're going, man, I love to retire with 200000 in my 401k. But how? But in reality, yeah. all of us with the right foundational knowledge, which you know I can prove, yeah. I broke two hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. And that's a youth. I just didn't have the knowledge and wisdom on how to keep it. Exactly. But that, that's the secret. In, when you identify something you want that might be a want-based item, you create something, a business or any type of investment that can get you that item. Mm-hmm. As long as you feel that tomorrow's going to be there, you don't mind working hard to get that. It's just when you can't see tomorrow yeah. that makes you spend today. And that's why the poor spend more money. Correct. We can't they see tomorrow. They can't see it because they're working for today. I have to get this done today. I have this bill tomorrow. If I see tomorrow, I got to pay that bill. Correct. So they're always thinking about where the money's going, not how to keep it, because I guess that's how it's, that's how it's set up. Yep. That's how it's set up to be poor. And we say rich people don't really spend money, but you can't really make money without spending it. So they spend some money in order to make all that back. I guess. Well, you give can, and take. You can, uh, use other people. That's where you get investors, right? And if you're a great salesperson, which I'm not. You can get investors to invest in it and you'll sell that sell. And then on a percentage that's returning, you'll give you a little cut. Hmm. That way your true effort, METR, money, energy, time, resources, your true effort was um, getting those investors to invest in the idea that you presented. So I want to talk about something like Valentine's Day, right? Where they stand it. Where they prey on like yep. your relationships. Relationships. Guilt. Oh, guilt is a big guilt, one. Fear, the whole world. Getting judged. Yep. You didn't give me nothing for Valentine's Day. Correct. Well, bitch, I don't want to explain to you how much of a social construct Valentine's That's Day is. That. You can't even explain it because <laughs> you. you sound like you're trying to yeah, sell yeah, bullcrap. Yeah. You didn't even get me flowers. And, and that, that's to feed all the flower shops that you don't yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all the flower shops they own. All the flower shops make the money uh-huh. that day. So they rely. Flowers and candy. Okay, so here's the thing. What do we do about businesses that rely on these types of things? Valentine's Day. You find what is missing, just like we learned for the dot com boom. You find what's missing, you create it. Mm. And that will put competition on them. If we're going to truly live, and remember, our foundational relationship is uh, a religion, it's capitalism. If we're going to live into it, then the cycle of capitalism is what actually your generation is bringing to life. In other words, we should never be sitting up here worried about bailing out a big bank. Right. Because a failing big bank, when it collapses, 
it opens the door for 500 small ones to start growing. Mm-hmm. And when they all get too big and they collapse, all it does is open the doors for the new ones. Remember when we um, became traditional? What was that Wells Fargo? Yep. This whole thing. And then all of a sudden, everyone started talking about these black owned banks. Yeah. Yep. yeah these yeah. minority owned banks. Yeah. Which no one ever heard of. No one ever heard of. I and never now heard none it's, of them. It's gone right back to what it was. Yeah. Like, everyone's still with Wells Fargo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wells Fargo did all that dirt. Yeah. And no one did no anything. No one moved. Correct. No one did anything. So. Because they don't have any credibility. They haven't it's, built themselves. I haven't seen a single black bank commercial. Nope. That's because, believe it or not, they're under pressure. They're overregulated. They can't keep up. And another thing, I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it because we're in here. We turn on each other. Oh. We splinter and we turn. If we see someone doing something that's successful, we tend to join them, copy, split, and try to replicate and do it ourselves. Mm, that's and true. Have, and that, that comes, I would definitely, as a black American, yeah. that's been passed down it. to us. I don't want to talk about it. You know how many designers I know, bro, of clothing? You know how many people I know, like, do we nails? We'll talk about organizing, and we'll come together about this close, mm-hmm. and then we'll start to grow together. Then when then we see someone that's starting to grow larger, and got a technique that's really working, mm. we'll replicate it. Yeah. We'll splinter it. off <laughs> and then we'll compete against them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'll compete against it them. Yeah. And then both of us will crumble. But it here's hurt. the thing I see, I see a lot of black people doing the same type of businesses. Because it's safe and we're we're ignorant. <sighs> no we one don't live on the edge. No one takes a chance. Correct. You know, I think it's because it's that instant gratification thing I talked about. Everybody know where the nail shop is. Everybody know where the boutique is to get your clothes, to get your hair, whatever it is. I mean, no one knows where. Yeah, a, a lot of us do follow those things. And that goes back to what I was just saying. We just copy what other ones. Yeah. But every now and then you do get unique ones. And it's kind of like in sport. I keep going back to yeah, sports because yeah, yeah, you know yeah. sports. I, in business, I look for talent. Right. Only two type of things sell. Wants and needs. Mm-hmm. You got a product and service, and they're driven by want and need. Okay, a want-based item has a short lifespan mm-hmm. with high gain or high loss. Right. A need-based item has a long lifespan, but it has low gain and low, low, loss. And low loss. Talent is being able to see the need that supplies the want. And then choice is picking which one you're better on. Mm. It's, so all these foundations in business, we don't have them. Right. And, and by the time we learn them, remember, Damn, most of them. us as children never saw our parents in a business meeting. Right. We've never seen it. No. So when we hit the, the new world raw, 18, 19, 20 years old, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've never paid a bill. Yeah. We've never balanced a checkbook. Yeah. We've never dealt with a bank account. We've never, ever seen a business meeting. Yeah. And then we try going to college, which is associated with being fun and all of that, trying to crash course. Yeah. While our competition has been going to the parents, parents to the business meeting, come on, corporate and all this already stuff. made them president at like 10 years old. By the time we're catching on with 32 years we're old, behind, we're way, 32 way behind. years old, catching up with that. What yeah. they knew at 19. Yeah. My dad has a, has a business um, on the side and we all talk about how frugal he is, mm-hmm. like how he doesn't. And everything he uses is like, like he uses like a broken phone that still kind of works mm-hmm. to do his business. And my thing is, he like he had no real way to like um, record mm-hmm. his transactions. So I set him up with Excel. He wants to buy. He wanted like a, a PC 
that could do all these things. But I'm like, what's your budget? He's like, all right, we're like 250. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, can't even, I, can't, I can't even build you anything like that. Yeah. Like, I'd love to build him a PC, but I don't think he, he wouldn't give me the budget for it. Correct. <laughs> he probably give me $500. And I'm like, I, okay, I don't know what to tell you. Can I get yourself 250 No. <laughs> no. So the idea that, well, he's never really, I don't think he has the, the business aspect of, because he likes to get the money, but doesn't want to spend it to get the money. Correct. He just wants to get the money. But my thing is you have to in, invest in these things that will, that are essential to your business. You have to invest in it. If anything, I want him to invest in like a course, like a Microsoft office course on how to use his Excel. You hit the nail on the Cause head. Cause he's like, he's cause he has like little, my little cousins like helping him do the business cause they understand it. And then he had me, um, like set up the computers for him. Like if he would sit there, I would teach him some shit. But you, you brought up a great point in the sense. And we're not his employees. I don't get paid for that. <laughs> one of the techniques we've learned, which is one of the basic techniques we learned. Hell, I learned it too. I'm not going to lie. Being frugal. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why frugality can lead to cheapness. Mm-hmm. And the reason we are like that is because no one taught us how to invest. Right. We know what investment is. Yeah. But how to invest. I had to, y'all about to get mad at me if I say it, but to really understand investment, I look at it like a drug dealer or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something you put money into now that you gain more from later. Right. And and I would see them, you know, you could buy, you know, something small. You could buy a a screwdriver. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you could fix something faster with that screwdriver, come on, and make and then sell that item exactly. and make money, then that screwdriver is an investment. That's a when good I came investment. To IT, if I could buy a book back then and even today, a computer book was fifty bucks, forty nine mm-hmm. ninety nine. I'll pay. I'll buy a book for forty nine ninety nine, fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Read it, learn it, and then I'll go out mm-hmm. and I will charge twenty five dollars an hour for the knowledge to work that I just on got. the stuff. There you and go. in a week or two, I might make. Two or three grand. Right. So that fifty dollar book yeah. got me three thousand dollars. See, we never learned about the long term. But we never learned the only thing we know are the buzzwords. Mm-hmm. If you ask a standard, get a group of us that go, man, oh, if I gave you a million dollars right now, what would you do? They're gonna go, man, I'm gonna put some in stock and bonds. They yeah. start using all the big words. They don't know what it is. Plus it's safe and make you look smart. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm gonna buy land. Okay, at what what is the minimal amount of money you need that could change your life? Yeah. When you give them that word, they're going, man, about five hundred thousand. Can you do it with a hundred thousand? Well, with a hundred thousand, yeah, I can do it with a hundred thousand. Can you do it with ten thousand dollars? Yeah, I can do it with ten thousand. I can change my life with ten thousand. You go all the way down, mm-hmm. and if you get to an amount they can really make, mm-hmm. like five hundred dollars, can you take five hundred dollars and change your life? Yeah. Uh. No, no, man. I'm no. gonna shoot. Give me some shoes and this and this, yeah. and you want to find that drop off point. Yeah, and once you can get them in the conversation to find their minimum amount that they would actually do something functional that could bring back more money in. Yeah, and that's your first goal. Mm. That's your first goal to go for. And a lot of people, believe it or not, if you gave them three grand in their hand, mm-hmm. just like this. You went, oh, the next move it up is 600 bucks. Mm-hmm. If I put three grand in your hand. That's exactly what I would do. I would there purchase, you go. I would you purchase what I needed. Flip it. <laughs> yeah. Take $500 of it. Yeah. And get this website up for me. Dog. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do. Actually. Man, it's just take care of this. Yeah. And all of that. I would now do a social media manager. watching it. 
in that one year with that three grand, you could turn this into seven to 12 grand. You mean exactly what I would do. I'd get a you different I mean? soundboard. I would get someone to manage the social media. The like, first conversation you want to actually sit down and have with yourself is, what is the minimum amount yeah. I need to change my life? Right. And what would I do with it? Right. We don't have that conversation. No. Because we can't see tomorrow. Let me tell you something weird. I I have a hard time finding pants that fit me, right? Mm-hmm. So in my life, I will pay almost any amount of money to find pants that'll fit me. Because my legs are fine. It's when they get to my thighs and my butt. I'm a thick man. Got it. So pants either fit my butt and are super open on the legs mm-hmm. Or two times the legs and can't get over my thighs. Yep. So when I I remember I bought these Perry Ellis pants at a what were they? It was like an outlet store. This was when I was in college in Fort Myers. The pants were seventy seven dollars, but they fit me so well, Ed. Like I love them. They fit me so well. <laughs> I'm like fuck it. I paid seventy seven dollars for those pair of pants. I yep. still have them to this day. Yeah. They fit me so well. And ever since then, I've only been looking for Perry Ellis pants, but they're so expensive, I can't buy them often. Yeah. But those those spare pants were an excellent investment for me because they fit me perfectly. Correct. So we need to find these excellent investments that we can use that fit us perfectly. Well, another thing, too, is in order for that to happen, we have to open our doors to reality. In other words... That's the hard part. If a person has never seen a $100 bill, no matter how much you tell them, they don't believe a hundred dollar bill is real. Mm. It's when they get a hundred dollar bill that they and they hold it in their hand, they realize it's real. When you go, man, uh, I know there's something here with these pants. And there are more guys like me that need these pants. The reality is, if I brought you in here and I showed you, did some research and brought up all the companies over in China that make these pants, mm-hmm. and then get get ready for the stunner, I give you their phone number, mm. and then you're able to call or email. And they'll go, well, what do you need? Right. And you find out, they'll go, I can get a thousand of them to you in six different colors Mm -hmm. for, get ready for this, a thousand dollars. You figure that out. Do you start doing the math on shipping? Mm -hmm. Do you start trying to look for a location that you could sell them? Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of us will try to sell them out of the house. But then you see some of us even go to flea markets. Yeah. But then you could find somewhere where you might share with another brother who's struggling to make rent in his place. Mm-hmm. Then you bring your stuff there. And then next you do your marketing. You set up your brand. You sell within his store. Right. His sales increase and you give him a percentage of your profits. Now for a thousand dollar a month investment out of the 3000 we were talking about, you now have a business strategy, a business plan and action, but it's not a reality because there's no one that set out to do this with us. Nah, we're selling out with kids. They go, man, the only way to get out of the ghetto or get out of being poor is you got to do sports, mm-hmm. drugs, mm-hmm. or comedy, mm-hmm. which once you start to make it, they're going to dress you like a woman. Yeah. And those are the only ways out of the ghetto. Mm-hmm. And then they start throwing on the tertiary stuff like, well, you always go to the military. Yeah. <laughs> but if you start mm-hmm. talking career jobs, well, you might make college. Mm. Probably won't get through it. Mm. But there's no one teaching us. And then you go to all the services that do try to give back to us, most of them are done by people who grew up in the same neighborhoods and never made it in the corporate world and only been there so long they know how to community work, but they truly can't teach business. No, they cannot. They cannot teach business. Nope. So they're always going, man, donate, donate, donate. Well, how long have we had this here? Man, we've had this here for the last 40 years. And y'all still at the point of asking people to donate? 
Mm. Y'all haven't flipped this into a true business? Mm. Or y'all haven't taken some of these donations and invested it out here where they're turning money back, where they can write it off of their taxes because a normal company could donate 15% and all of them should be donated back to you of all of them you help so you don't have to keep having these donation campaigns? Mm. And you've been here 40, 50, 60 years? You know what it is, Ed? Business is hard. It's tough. Yes. It's easier to be poor. And it's easier not to have no, you could give someone the game. You can give them the knowledge, you can give them the game, everything. If they don't put it into action, business takes a long time and it's hard. People don't want that. If it was easy, everyone would do everyone it. Everyone would do it. It's not no, easy. No one has the not many people have that type of discipline patience and patience it. to to get it done. If I told you next door in that yard, there's a treasure, a box of gold. I gave you right here, put on this table, the treasure map, mm-hmm. directions to it. This is exactly what you're saying. You ask almost anyone, would you go find that treasure chest? Yeah. They'll say yes. But, but what you're describing yeah. is they'll say it takes too much time. Yeah. I don't feel like getting up. Too I don't want to go out the house. I don't Do I got to get dressed? Yeah. You mean putting shoes on? Yeah. No, they have every, every excuse, excuse and the treasure sitting right over right there. Right there, chilling. And it's been there the whole dog on time. Yeah. And I'm I'm right now giving you the map. Yeah. I'm not even telling you to go over there and try to find it. I'm yeah. giving you the map. That's why they get fed up. It's hard. And they no longer are giving back. No. They see the same, all of our communities. And I, I'm not going to complain about our communities because I'm one of them. And it's all we know. Yeah. It's all we know. We're recycling the same thing. Yep. When I first quote unquote made it. First thing I did was take a bunch of computers and drive up to Delay in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I donated them to the doggone uh, thing down there. And I was like, I can give computer class to all this. I want to get all these kids trained and stuff like that. And the place I went to, it dawned on me. They were there when my parents were kids. Damn. And I'm like, y'all still broke. <laughs> No, you, you. It sucks. You, 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 you don't want to be like that. You know, you don't want to be like that. Hold on, but, bro. How do you come from somewhere? You make a little bit of money, come back to your hood. Y'all think it's still here, bro? Here, but you, you know what? You don't. It didn't you didn't, you didn't upgrade. Me. Yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't done on you yeah. until you go back and you see this. And you first you walk in, you have nostalgia. Yeah. Man, I remember over here. Yeah, fight yeah, over yeah, here, yeah, man. Yeah. We had fun. We running over here, and that's why I hate going to his hometown. Yeah. Yes. Nostalgia never stops. Nah. And no. I'm trying to say, look, if they didn't pass this on to their future generation, son, they son, daughters, and it's the same old friggin' Earl sitting like, on yeah. the corner. Stuck in time. Dude, that's not good. Because moving forward is hard, Ed. Thank you. You hit nail on the head. It's hard. You hit nail on the head. It's easier, easier to stay who do. you are. I know this because I try to change every day. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Hard. It, it's it's tough, like trying to stop biting your nails, mm-hmm. like the conversation we had earlier. And when you get there, it's uncomfortable. Yes, you don't know how to deal with it, so you just bite the nails again. It, what it is, it becomes a young yeah. man's game. Yeah. Or, or should I, I should say, young person it becomes a young person yeah. game. Because no it's matter what, it's inevitable you're going to get a light bill, phone bill, rent, and all of that. It's all inevitable. That so I always tell, especially young people coming up, man, go for your dreams now. Now. Do go big now. Go big now. You owe no one. Never. You're staying with your parents. Mm-hmm. Go for it now. Go big. Go get a big failure under your belt. Mm-hmm. Because the most important component of being a hero mm-hmm. is failure and how you come back from yeah. it. Get yeah. Get that under your belt. 
I'm not good with failure. I'm trying though. Yeah. I'm trying. Get it under your belt. Um I want to talk about natural disasters. Why are we never prepared? <laughs> Why are we never prepared? Okay, wait, we live wait, in Florida. Because we take you shit say, for granted. When you say we. Do you mean Who? Floridians? Floridians. <laughs> or to be fair, anyone. Okay. Because we are never prepared. Because we've never, and I'm gonna just be honest, we've this never place. suffered a major 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 catastrophe new orleans and wasn't one if you have no i'm saying yeah but that was they weren't prepared that's the whole point yeah. they suffered that because they weren't prepared if you like i lived through uh, um, a hurricane twice mm-hmm. i lived through a few <laughs> and like major hurricanes it yeah. was andrew and gilbert yeah and i was in on an island yeah and i went through a hurricane That'll never happen to me again. Puerto Rico's gonna be prepared never. next time. Mm-hmm. That'll never happen to me again. I mm-hmm. will not put myself in that situation. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people with this virus and with hurricanes and tornadoes and all these different things, they're like, oh man, it can't happen. It, it, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen here. But then that's what makes you not prepared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. people don't think it'll happen. You know what? That's completely true because I remember the first time I sprained my foot. Mm-hmm. And I I had only seen white people with casts mm-hmm. and like boots mm-hmm. and shit on. Mm-hmm. I only see white people. I'm like, oh, I guess we don't really get that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, nah, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Sprained my foot, swelled up like a potato, couldn't even walk. Had a boot on that thing. And I'm like, oh shit, that could happen to me too. Yep. Sprained my knee. <laughs> oh shit, that could, could happen, happen to, to me, me too. So, and especially things like the like the coronavirus, right? They tell you, hey, stay inside. Don't go with large crowds of people. Don't do all this type of shit. And people are like, oh, fuck that. It's not going to happen. They shut down Italy. Yeah. They shut down Italy. You know they why? They shut down China. You know why? Because niggas ain't listening. No, it's, it's not just that. It's uh, cybersecurity, whatever. It's called one-step displacement. Yes. It's what I've been talking about. As long as you create an environment of one-step displacement, that allows a person to go. It's not going to happen to me. Exactly. And we use that as a technique. I I could talk about cybersecurity, but also in general, in general, Mm -hmm. in the outside world, how many times I don't do it anymore, but I used to, when I first got in cybersecurity, warn people about like Facebook. Yeah. That's like coronavirus, all this. I'm going, do this, do this, do this, do this. And what I learned in my training, they were like, doing that is useless. No. People will take no actions. Yeah. Why? Because they always believe it won't happen to him. You could have a person on Facebook showing when they're going on vacation and the house get broken into yep. next neighborhood. Yep. They won't do anything across the street. They they're won't do anything. Do anything. Yep. Front yard. Yeah. They won't do anything. Then when the person comes through their door, they wonder why the world well, not there protect Exactly. Why did this happen why? to me? I exactly. don't understand. Exactly. They're the same mm-hmm. ones posting online. But, Can't wait to go to Cancun. Yeah. But understand, there's a technique too, and you see it on the news. I was just talking to my brother about this. On the news, the, the technique of using one-step displacement helps calm the masses. Mm. For example, we were in a rush, especially with this coronavirus. Masses. We were like, we got to calm the masses. Why? Because everything we say affects the stock market. Yeah. So they were like, uh, it's all right. older people are dying. Yeah. Uh, uh, people over 80 are dying. So by creating that one-step displacement, Everyone that's under 80, 80 yeah. they were like, oh, oh it's, it's not like, happening to me. Then, yeah. they went, then the numbers for 60 started popping up. Yeah. 50 started popping up. Now they just now on Sun Sentinel are showing 
older people that's 25, mm-hmm. 23, mm-hmm. 24. Mm-hmm. But by always creating the idea of one-step displacement, that gives us time to calm the masses yeah. to try to stop the economic burdens, right. slow them down, yeah. stock market and all that other stuff, and to give people something to go, it's not going to impact me. But that's but that's that, did, that doesn't now. help. Right. It's it crumbling. didn't help because it, now the economy is looking like it ain't looking too good right we're now. We're on the edge of recession, but now it's up to time. If we go but, two to three months. Here's the thing. The thing is, when you see this happening, like even the first case in America, you should have shut it down. Shut mm. it down. No, Ed, I know what you think. I know what they're thinking about economy. Mm. But to preserve that, do it early. Because in China, they shut down that whole town. That mm. one time that started, they shut it down. No in, no one out. Correct. And that's how you're supposed to be. But, 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 but when they tell you, like, isolate yourself, don't go near nobody, don't do this and but that. See, and people China's aren't listening. Commun- China's communistic. We are uh, uh, capitalists. That that foundation is the difference. When they go, no matter what, <laughs> we're shutting down. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. Over here, we're all we're profit driven. Right. And since the foundation profit driven, in other words, you have uh, uh, what is it? Muslim Islam and Christianity. If one th- the same thing happened to each, they react different. Right. They react different, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah, how yeah. communism. Compares to capitalism. Yeah. They're not worried about the dollar. They worry, but not like we do. No. You don't understand. A dollar to us is a page out of the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) That's a page out of the Bible in America. Yeah. That's not that for them. He's like, nah, nah. It's like him. The Bible's a book, dude. No, I'm putting it right here because it's causing stuff. We're not hearing that over here. Nah. We're like, nah, guilt, go out, market. I'm going to lie. I'm going to deceive. Right. One step displacement. Keep the stores open. Keep the markets open to the last minute. minute. Yeah. Now the numbers are escaping out. Everything's yeah. getting out. You're like, uh, we might have to shut down. Uh, stay 50 down. people or less. Uh, 25 people or less. Uh, but, 10 people or less. Maybe we should have told y'all in the beginning. But that's where foresight comes in. And yeah, you but have you got to care you about have to the predict people. That, you have to predict that type of stuff. Trump uh, fired the whole pandemic response team. Well, Did he think this shit was never going to happen? He's an idiot in general. But that's what I'm saying. You have to protect your assets. A, a response team like that is mm-hmm. in place for a reason. Yeah. It's been there for a reason. But remember, if you listen, he was doing that. The problem was that he placed the dollar before the humans. And that's why we shouldn't have a businessman as a president. Enough said. <laughs> I never agreed Enough with that. Said. Enough keep said. saying they need the businessman. No, this is what happens when you have a you businessman. Need someone that I understands. Know, I want to know what happened to the scientists, the engineers. Yep. The, They're not getting any support. The, 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 even the farmer, yes. as a president, somebody with some down to earth skill. Yeah. Not, not not someone who's just like um. You know, a lawyer or right. they have a college education. Yeah. I need right. someone with life skills. That's I agree. Street God. smarts, life skills, people skills. Yeah. That's how it's you can hire them. Listen, yeah, because you can hire people who know politics. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong. It was That's what your cabinet is for. Be like that. That's what the administration is for. I love Barack Obama. I really do, and I love the fact that he was a black man that actually made. This is what I don't think people understand. We don't love Barack Obama because he was black. No, we love Barack Obama because he was Barack great. Obama. <laughs> Was a black man that made black people look good. Exactly. He wasn't like he was a people person. He wasn't a bad like he didn't do anything in office. Yeah. To 
to just like smear. They were his like, name. there are no right. scandals. You know? yeah. He has no scandals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. But for the presidency, like, I think it needs to be somebody with life skills. I agree. Somebody yeah. with people smart, somebody Agreed. with street smart, somebody who can actually go out there and say, look, this what the hell we're going to do. Yeah. And and that's it. Yeah. And the problem is, I hate to say it, that's what Trump is doing, but he's doing it as an idiot. Mm. Okay. It's like he's doing it because he's an idiot. Yeah. He's Racist, not doing it. He doesn't know how to yeah, he's not doing it because he's going, this is the best decision for the country. You selfish. And blah, blah, blah. No, I'm doing it because this is what I want to do. Yeah. And so it's about to fuck up my pockets. Yeah, that's literally mm-hmm. like my golf course is gonna go under yeah. if I close Scotland. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not yeah. closing Scotland. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to suffer. Like yeah, that's yeah, the stupid yeah. decision he makes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if 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 he was a smart person, yeah, it would be for the betterment of society, and so he would make these decisions like that. But that's what I think the president should be. I doing. think he need the foundational leadership skills, which include empathy and compassion. And you going back to what you were just saying, you can't have someone that's all extreme unless he could surround someone, surround himself with the team to make up what he's weak. On. Mm. See, that's the most important thing in leadership, knowing what you are weak on, struggling to continue to better yourself and to surround yourself with all the things you're weak on so that you can learn from them in order to strengthen yourself. He does not choose that mm. path. I can't wait till um, Neil deGrasse Tyson run for president. What? Oh, 44 minutes. Man, we'll be tomorrow so quick. He's like, why are we still here on Earth? Let's solve this problem right now. No, Here's my no. formula. Neil deGrasse Tyson believes that we need to fix the problems on Earth Agreed. Okay. Instead of leaving and going to Mars. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are we going to just go right, to Mars? Why are we going there? And fuck that up, up too. Oh. Learn shit. Let like, them find a precious mineral. <laughs> just mess it up. No. We need, to, we need to figure out what's in the bottom of the ocean first, okay? Yeah. Before we leave this planet. Let me read you something that I, I saw on Twitter yesterday and I thought it was fucking brilliant. It's too long to read the entire thing, but I'm going to read like a couple sections, right? Hopefully I don't fuck it up. Um, American, I forgot, I forgot who wrote this. But is this is this a picture? I don't even know where it's from. I, I saw someone post something like this is fire, and it makes a lot of sense. Mm. Americans are, of course, the most thoroughly and passively indoctrinated people on earth. They know next to nothing as a rule about their own history or the histories of other nations or the histories of the various social movements that have risen and fallen in the past, and they certainly know little or nothing of the complexities. Contradictions compromised within the words like socialism and capitalism. Chiefly, what they have been trained not to know or even suspect is that in many ways, they enjoy far fewer freedoms and suffer under more intrusive centralized state than do the citizens of countries with more vigorous social democratic institutions. This is at once the most comic and most tragic aspect of the excitable alarm that talk of social democracy or democratic socialism can elicit on these shores. And then I want to read the bottom part. It says, even so, one has to ask, what state apparatus in the free world could be more powerful and tyrannical than the one that taxes its citizens while providing no substantial civic benefits in return solely in order to enrich a periodically overinflated military industrial complex and to ease the tax burdens of the immensely wealthy? Great. Incredible. We get nothing, but we get taxed out the wazoo. Get nothing, got nothing. Nothing. That's because it's a game. We're di- and we have a businessman as a president. <sighs> Jesus Christ. 
I wouldn't say this is why we're not prepared for pandemics. This is why people go crazy and buy a bunch of toilet paper mm-hmm. and buy because we don't learn from our mistakes, right? Floridians, we get hurricanes. We have seasons for hurricanes. Yep. Yeah. Continually, we're not prepared. True. Instead of trying to all flood in at once, prepare during the year. This is my this is our shit for hurricanes. This is our canned food for the hurricane. This is our backup power. This is our batteries. This is our stack of water for the hurricanes. Because we know season coming. But no, as soon as they hear a hurricane, and the thing is, a hurricane may not come. So no one wants to spend that money. Correct. And like save all that stuff. But in the end, the long game, which we just talked about that we don't do, in the long game, we know a hurricane's coming at some point. So it's better to be prepared instead of trying to dive in with everybody else. See, that mentality goes with climate change and everything else we're doing. (sighs) You're absolutely correct, but that's not our culture. Uh, When you live in a capitalistic culture, as a nation, we are poor. Mm. We have the mentality of of the poor. We value a dollar as less. Remember, the top 1% of the ones Mm -hmm. who are rich. Mm -hmm. The rest of us are poor. So as a nation, we have that mentality. Right. Imagine that mentality across every state, borough, neighborhood, and all of that. Now you have all the same mass of thought. And then you have one person who's responsible coming in and saying the stuff you're saying. Mm. It holds no water. You'll always be outvoted. Yep. For sure. Yeah. There's no reason to plan for that. Yeah. Hurricane may or may, or may not, not. Yeah. come next year. Yeah. Why are we saving everything now? Yeah. A, a pandemic may or may not. Or may not. Yeah. And because, once again, I can't see tomorrow. Right. I'm going to enjoy this dollar today. Yeah. And you know what? People don't listen. They don't listen to experts. They don't listen to their neighbors. Nope. They just see what other people do and they do it. So they tell you to wash your hands, but all the hand sanitizer is gone. Yep. No one buys. No one bought the soap. No one bought the the, the hand wash with the little lotion in it. The hoarders bought it and they got it for their survival stuff. But then again, I can't get mad at the hoarders. But still, how? There should be more hand sanitizer than soap. Than soap. As he said. Tells you people people are lazy. Super man, that was my first thing. Wait a minute. I gotta wash my hands for 20 seconds. You know how long that is? They're gonna count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven minutes. I'm like, dude, how about you just wash your hand till it's clean? Come on. Like, I'm I I, I'm sorry. The the governor bothers me. The governor said something that really bothers me. He said in America, he was like, Italy has more hospitals than America. Mm-hmm. He was like, why is that? He was like, because we're a capitalist society. We do not make one bed or room more than we have to. Exactly. Because having it there is an extra expense. Don't spend more money. That they don't want to pay. Don't spend more Overseas, money. Overseas, yeah. they are not capitalist driven. Exactly. We are. Mm-hmm. Hence, every single hospital has been calculated to yep. the T yep. for maximum profit. Yep. We do not have enough for the communities. Nope. While if it was different, then the hospital should always reflect the size of the community right. for any type of epidemic. Yeah. That's the reason why New York is a prime target and there is very little he could do now to bring in a, a battleship there, a medical ship, going, we do not have enough beds because we are a capitalistic culture. Money driven, not people driven. Totally money driven. Ridiculous. But don't, don't get me wrong. We could complain about that, but let me tell you the power. Yeah. The power of the foundational religion of capitalism 
all other religions are less. Yeah. It made us so much more powerful because we don't care about the other religions. Right. It made us a true melting pot. Yeah. If you over there and you go, we can only have Muslims over here, they're going to go to war with all the other religions. We don't care. Yeah. Because the best religion is capitalism. So we just flex. So we're right. We're, we're a melting thing. pot. And it made us more powerful because of it. And the one language, you, if you're Muslim over there and you come to America, oh, we're going to call it Americanized. Mm-hmm. You become Americanized. Mm-hmm. You stop going, oh, re- the religion of the Bible is first when you yeah. come to America. You're going, I got to make that money. Yeah. I'm still That's going to you know, wear my really stuff, speak. but mm-hmm. I got to make that money. Americans really only speak green. You, yeah. you, There you go. Doesn't matter you who go. you are, where you're from. If you speak the green, we'll, you we'll help you out. So I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's good. I'm going to say me. That's I'm, a, a, I'm, I'm an American. Sure That's a, the only culture I know. Because we've done it for so long, there's a benefit in it. Yes. It's the only culture uh, I know. There's a benefit in it, but the losses are massive. So are the gangs. That's it. We took a people that were all Quakers who now we have billionaires. Yeah. We took, we created a pathway where you're a slave and now a middle class. How's, how are we able to sustain this? It takes so many massive it, losses and gains at the same time. Capitalism is an experiment that has always had struggle. Yeah. The larger it grows. Right. It works best in a small to medium size. I think so in too. In a smaller one with a small village. Yeah. You got socialism is really strong. As you grow, capitalism has this growth size. Once you go above a certain size, it does a whole. I won't see America improve in my lifetime. I don't, we don't know. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be the president. Not even the president. Gonna, I don't think it's going to be the group of people, the government. No, it's going to take. It. It's going to take a lot. I, it's going to take I, a I've long had this time. Conversation with Edward and my whole my belief is it's going to take. Um, I want. It's going to take sacrifice. Whoa! And the problem is nobody wants to make or no. be the sacrifice. No, no, no. That costs and money. <laughs> exactly. That, it costs money. It and costs the, money. the thing is, we've had so many, or no, not we've had so few sacrifice mm-hmm. throughout history. Martin Luther King, mm. John F. Kennedy. Mm. You know, um, I hate to say John Lennon. You're looking at these people, Bob Marley. To these create people, that change. Yeah. These are the people that have created the change we need in our lifetime. And if you look at the shift that happened when they were around, sometimes it took two of them. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Because like one sacrifice wasn't enough. Like the gods weren't appeased. Mm-hmm. It was like, we need more. So, you know. It's because they know that they play yeah. the long game. So, yeah, it's kind of like it's going to take sacrifice. And at this point in our lives, I don't think we have anybody who's willing to step out there like nah. that. Like, I can't name one person right now in our history. When I say history, I'm talking about like current. Yeah. Who is willing to go, I'm willing to jump out there and die so that you all can see what needs to be done. It won't happen. You want to know why? I know. I'll tell you why. I'll go tell ahead. you why first and then you can go. One, it's not worth it. And because and the reason it's not worth it, because we're always going to revert back. So we can have someone who has that mentality that says, I'm going to sacrifice myself so you guys can see the big picture. But then once you see the big picture, it'd be way more comfortable to come back to where we are yeah. and then trying to advance into something different because it's comfortable. It's like being poor. I agree. Uh-huh. I think it comes down to the uh, idea of quality versus quantity. A people driven nation is qualitative. And qualitative is always ambiguous. Yep. A dollar-driven nation 
back to mm-hmm. capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's quantitative. Mm-hmm. We're able to put a number on our successes and losses. All of the heroes she's talking about, those are people who've been fighting for the people. Those right. are leaders who died fights. for the people. Yeah. Long fight too. They and, did a and long those fight. fights yeah. are qualitative. I'm about they lived a full when, life. Yeah, when yeah. Martin Luther King is like, dude, we just want to sit at this counter. Yeah. That was a qualitative argument. And the reason it was fought back is caused a quantitative effect. Right. I'm no losing money with y'all impact. sitting at my table. There you go. Yeah. So when those two clash, the war is very bad. Mm-hmm. It's very intense. It's very ugly. Yeah. But in order for change to happen, it has to be ugly. what she said. You normally see transpire. Yeah. Because yeah. look, yes, because the, they, he dies. Yeah. And it's brutal. Yeah. We yeah. And then quantitative backs off and allows quality in a little more. But that's all that America and knows. And that's the thing. It's I a, think it's a, you. It's edge, edge, edge. Yes, yes. We're edging. We're yeah. edging. Yes, like yes. That, that Instead of a not, massive one. That shouldn't have been an edge. That no. man died, and the only thing we got was them go, all right, look, you can come to school with us. Yeah. Yes. But only in the poor community. Yes. Only with the poor whites. You can't sit with our whites. You can't yep. sit with the yeah. white whites. Yeah. You can sit with the poor whites, because yep. we don't like them anyways. We have to protest on buses for days on end. Yeah. yeah. So that's all America that's knows. That's the thing. Though. It's like we're That's edging. all we know. It's and the worst part is when we look at it today, just one person calling you the N-word, one person saying the wrong thing to you, you really sit here and go, man, we only took two steps. Yes. You really yeah. you you realize nothing, not much has changed. changed. A lot has you changed, realize, but not really. Yeah, you realize the the little change we had, and not even we're holding the, on not, to. Yeah, not even that it's a little change. It's how fragile it is. Yes. Because it's so yes. easy mm-hmm. to go, it's so easy for them to take it back. Yeah. I personally feel it is going to take sacrifice. It has to. Someone, nah. It's going to take the, the prop, but I'm telling you right now, I ain't going to be me. Nah. I'm not looking to die. You nah. know what I but think? But it's going to take sacrifice. It has to. It, Someone has to happen die. because in all. Like polarizing figure has to die. I do not want to live with only us as blacks. Yeah. I love and enjoy the mixture of races. Yes. And the biggest achievement if we would unite and fight and f- come to a doggone agreement, race is neutral. Racist doesn't even have a true definition. No. Nah. It's a concept that has no true definition. The true race is mankind. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that sounds like bull crap when no, a person it's, say it's it not bull when crap. I hear it. No, it's but not bull crap. Damn, if we could become but mankind. It's not bull crap. That's the problem. It's not bull crap. We, we, they wouldn't allow it to no, happen. But that's the thing. This is the this is this is where you're brainwashed. That's the thing. It's not bull crap. The problem is when we say it, we go, man, I, I know it's hard to believe. No, it's not hard to believe. That is how it is. Yeah. If you look at animals, if you look at different humans are the only ones that really do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not hard to believe. Wolves live in packs. Yeah. Wolves live in packs. Yeah. And, and, and they're all different colors. Yes. All, different all colors. together. Horses. Yeah. Equal. Different. Horses. Different colors. Birds. Equal. Birds. Different colors. All different yeah. colors. Look at Galapagos Island. Yeah. Uh, and they're all living together. Yeah. We can't do that. Why? Because our intelligence is high. Our natural, <laughs> our natural enemy is the earth itself. Yeah. Because we don't have a natural enemy. No. Just like hard. horses. It's like birds are like, um, I don't know, let's say Instinct. Buffalo. They uh-huh. have a natural enemy, the lion. Right? We're apex predator. Who has who are who's our natural enemy? Us. We feed off each other. Which is ridiculous, right? Yeah. So it ends up being the earth. Now we have a pandemic. 
Now we have natural disasters that we aren't prepared for, ironically, because we've, we've been through a bunch of them. There's birds. That somehow and, we still can't get yeah, fucking through. There's prepared. birds and squirrels that, that save nuts. Come yeah, on. Say it again. And we can't I'm save nuts. Tell you can't say nothing. Remember what I told you a long time ago? I said, how do you turn a group to a team? You give them a common objective right. or a common foe. Right. Now, here's the clincher. For the, an, oh, for man. Animals, it's natural. Mm-hmm. We're the only species that'll fight that tooth and nail. Yeah. We're the, we're the yeah. only species that yeah. we've been in the middle of a pandemic. You see a mother look at you and go, nigger. Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Everybody dying. Yeah. Everybody dying and stuff. But we like, look, I don't want that no kind of Ed, people coming on to America. But Ed, look what brings us together. Brutality. Yeah. 9-11 had to happen for us to come together. <laughs> people had to get blown up in like the Boston uh I agree. For us, for, us to get to, for us to come together. Why yeah. does it have to come to brutality? Why does America only know brutality? That's because yeah. that's our foundation. Once again, we that's, everything that's is foundation. Manifest destiny because we take how, shit. That's yeah, that's, we're not born. indigenous. That's how America was born. Right. If a kid start off violent, he's going to grow up violent. Yeah. Not can he change? That depends on his parentage and everything. Right. But we are a non-indigenous. Why am I saying we? Yeah. <laughs> the original people. Saying, yeah. the you, original people you here people, you people. are non-indigenous. Right. So if you're indigenous, like the Native Americans said, how can you own land? Doesn't make That's sense. That's like owning the sky. That it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Really make sense. You can't own you that. You can't own land. You can't own air. You yeah. can't own the sky. Right. That's impossible. But they didn't know that. Why we turn it? Quantitative that quick. That quick. Mm-hmm. We made everything quantitative. We the original people made it quantitative that quick. And from there, the splintering Wait, started. When you say mm-hmm. the original people, you talking about the Americans or the Native Americans? Which ones? The original Quakers that came over. That, that say they you know, found I do want to ask, you, want to ask your opinion on this. Okay. My theory, uh-huh. and I've always felt this way, uh-huh. is you know how they say that um, the people that came over on the Mayflower or whatever mm-hmm. the hell you want to call it, they came over because they wanted to start a new life. Yeah. Okay, think about this. It was scared persecution. You're yeah. living, huh? Oh, yeah, you're living in America mm-hmm. or England, wherever you live. You're living in a country. Mm-hmm. And let's just call it modern. Mm-hmm. You're living here in America right now. Mm-hmm. What person is going to go, what? There's new land over there. Mm-hmm. Let me pack up Everything, Everything I yeah. own and leave. Yeah. You have to have have nothing. You have to be a criminal. Yeah. Or like the lowest of the lowest in society. Right. To be sent to another, another country. country. Yeah. Not even like I'm crossing a lake. Yeah. Or I'm crossing a river. Yeah. Now I'm crossing the ocean. Yeah. You can't see me when I reach like certain miles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's how far I'm going. It's going to take you a couple months to come see me. Mm. So I don't think they were. I don't think what they were sending freedom. No, no. I don't think they were sending us their best people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. Michelle, I was hoping oh, to God you would say that. That's all I'm you saying. Oh my God. That's that all high. I'm saying. That I, felt, I felt like they were sending us their rapists, rapists? and their murderers. <laughs> Dude, right. she off the chain. Yeah. This is just my theory off the chain. of how this country was, yeah. was taken over oh yeah. by God. these people. Yeah. I don't think they sent the best ones. Nah, oh I don't think so either. Because I'm like, who is going to leave their family? 
Okay. They're home. You know, okay. Let me <laughs> come to so that was good. Hold on, hold on. It ain't gonna happen. Let me tell you something that just clicked in my head. Yeah. Do you you guys watched um fuck, I lost the movie name with Idris Elba with Idris Elba and they're in the fighting the monsters, the kaiju. Oh, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Yeah. Pacific you guys Rim. watched Pacific Rim, yeah. right? Yes, we did, yeah. What did they end up sending? What did the monsters end up sending? It wasn't their best people. They send the criminals up yes. to the surface. Yeah. And all these criminals came to try to yes. take over the uh yeah. whatever city they were in. So they weren't sending the monsters in to try to take they weren't sending like soldiers in. They're sending criminals. I mean, think about it. Because they're kicking them out. Listen, even Venom. Even Venom, when he came, he was right. like, he was like, let's just call me the fuck up of the race. Yeah, see, man, I mean, y'all you know being all screwed up now. Now y'all, man, y'all, uh, oh, it's a giant but can of worms, Ed. Yeah, you're right. Would you leave right now if 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 they go, hey, Ed, we found an island off the coast of 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 Hawaii? Yeah, okay, and Hawaii is way out there, so we didn't we didn't even see it. We weren't even looking for it. Yeah, correct. But you know what? We want to own it. So we're asking people, why the hell would I go? Yeah. You know what? Unless I have nothing. Exactly. To lose. Cheryl, I really, really appreciate the new way of thinking she just introduced. In my mind, I was naturally spewing yeah. the history I was taught in elementary yeah. that they came over for religious freedom and no, all that. No, 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 and no, Shell no. just hit me with Girl, a whole other way of thinking. Are still I didn't even here. think yeah, about yeah, yeah. We are so programmed. We're, we're right now persecuting Muslims. Yes. yes. And they're like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Yes. Then, why would they I, leave? Why would they leave for religion? It <laughs> why doesn't would they make, leave? If I was a wealthy man, why would I leave if I'm practicing my religion in my home mm-hmm. and no one has to know? Making money. You do know, chilling. though, in, in Spain, when the, the black people in the Moors were in Spain, when they kicked them out, it was their whole, they, with their religion, it was them in their home. You'd have to go in someone's house. Right. To know what they do, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you tell me, come on, man. For them to all I can get fake on the being a Catholic. Yeah, I can freedom. fake being a Baptist. Yeah. if I know they're gonna hang me from a rope. Yeah, I'll be like, yes, Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not gonna leave the country. You have a great point. I'm not leaving the country. It's not another thing too point. on that aspect she's talking about, which now you actually got. I'm actually gonna break out some of my books. I'm going if I gotta lean on which. One, what I was taught as opposed to what she's proposing. Mm-hmm. I'm going, they actually start slaughtering Native Americans and instantly said, I own this land. We were taught, oh, they work with the Native Americans. No, and they, they were criminals to begin with. I, I'm just mm-hmm. saying. They you know were what criminals what I mean? to and begin with. They religious freedom they and they were murderers. praising God. Look, and they were murderers and yeah. rapists anyways. Yeah, now, listen. I'm going, listen to her point. It, it now carries a little more weight yeah. when you compare it. When you're going... We're so driven by religion and we were persecuted over there. Why did y'all adopt slavery again? Mm. Why did y'all kill all these Native Americans? Mm. Why did they, if they told you their religion was they yeah. can't own the land, why you would just you said, go screw that it. and slaughter them? And your mm-hmm. whole point of leaving England was because you were religiously free? Yeah. Nah. You, uh, I, I, Manifest Destiny I mean, is some criminal like mentality. Yeah. I want to take over everything. Remember, selfishness. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, selfishness at the detriment of others. Definition yep. of evil. Yep. AKA wickedness. Mm-hmm. For a group to come in and go, we were meant to own all this. Yeah. I don't even know how to take that statement. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to, to swallow that, that statement right now. 
But yeah, we're gonna remember Pocahontas because she pointed to the west and yeah, you know, yeah, taking yeah. everything. Yeah. So going, but you can't own the land, dude. Yeah, you can't. It's own part the of the sky. earth. You can't cut it up and divvy it. Yeah, is there a problem with us living together? I'm, I'm just wondering. Yeah, what's the issue is with us being there together? A problem with us living together? Yeah, but that's the whole. They thing. They probably didn't want to adopt Christianity when they left where they were, and I'm sure your people taught you. That oh my you know, goodness. hey, we're gonna send you to a new land. Yeah, to yeah discover it new sounded things. like that. Okay, it didn't sound like that. Yeah, you, you oh, Mayflower coming and they get off and they're all happy. The women got the white bonnets and stuff. They're out there sawing and oh, we need help. Native Americans come you know, up. They something. make corn and have Thanksgiving. If I was, if I was the representative of America. America's going to send me with their best shit. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm not working the field. Okay, here's the thing. Now I'm thinking, now you brought that up. I know. I wish she didn't do this. And we, should be, we, should be in the, we should be in the Zoom. <laughs> We're in the Zoom. But now that you brought it up, why wouldn't they send the, the best, best? You know what I think? I think that someone had already sailed there and saw that shit and like, oh shit, this land is fire. But it's you mad mean 1492. people. But it's mad people living there. Nah, before that. Okay. Like, but it's mad people living there. It's like mad Native Americans. Let me go back and tell them, like, you're, I found this fire land, but it's like mad people. If we can convince them this and that, if not, we probably got more firepower. Let's just take them out. And then 1492, Columbus sails the ocean blue. Damn. And he got, he got the word like, oh shit, I heard y'all boys is here. And then they, they fake like they try to come with peace, but like, nah, but the mentality was always, yeah, we taking this. You know, it's weird you say that because in uh, the Mayan history and stuff, the same thing, the Spanish did that. Hmm. If you look what they came with. It's so weird you say that. Look what they came with. Yeah. Look what they came with. I know. They came with weapons. Think about it. Okay, think about this. We went to the moon. Right. With a flag. Yeah. Nobody had a gun. No one had a gun. You tell me. Come on. I've seen aliens. If I'm going to the moon, even now, if I'm going to the moon, I'm taking some weaponry. No one had a weapon. If I go to Mars, I'm taking weapons. But here's the thing. That means no one knows anything. We didn't know how how we would react. They had to have known. We didn't know how we would react on the moon. So we didn't even create a weapon for the moon because we didn't know. Correct. We didn't know how the thing was going to work, but, but we still went. And y'all pissing something. me off. That's y'all what going down the what if barrel. But we I'm still trying went. to get out of it. It makes sense. We sound like conspiracy theorists. No, I can't <laughs> defend the argument. So yeah. As y'all keep saying stuff, I'm going, I got this defense. I got this defense. Then you yeah. say something. And I'm going, I got this defense. I got this defense. Then she'll say something like, God damn it. You know why I can't defend defense. it? It makes sense, Ed. It makes sense that these if, things could have happened. If we were talking about going to the moon, we don't know what's there. We just look through our telescope and we go, we don't know what's on the other side of the moon. Right, right. Okay? So if we're going to the moon, you tell me, was it Neil Armstrong? Yeah. Buzz Armstrong, whatever Neil, name is. Yeah. You tell me they never said, what if we go there, guys, and there's some kind of alien, alien. species? Like, shoot our ass up. How do we up? protect ourselves? Yeah. You tell me they never said that? I think they did think you about that. You tell me they never wow. had a gun that could fire on the moon? I think we they did know. think about that, Why? but they Edward? probably didn't have the technology no, to create it. No, it doesn't matter. It. I would still take a gun. Yeah. I would take a knife. I would you take a something. sword. Dude, I got a sword by my bed in case my gun jammed. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah, but you can't use a ballistic weapon because the heat Like I work. said. Yeah. It's like not going to work said, in space. I, I have a sword you by my create bed something. in case Laser. my gun jammed. Yeah. So I, I would use a sword. So wait, using that theory, you're saying that we went to the moon for benign reasons and just to put a flag... They should have came here with, with a benign, benign reason. reasons. But yes. somehow and we just, ended up slaughtering. And somehow they came with all their weaponry. Yes. Cannons blaring and yes. firing. Yes. 
That means they had a plan. They, they had a plan. That sounds like a plan. They had a plan to take the shit. They didn't come there with peaceful intentions. There was no blue bonnets or white bonnets. Which is why said. I think someone with came there first. And, corn and, Come on, and, man. and nuts yeah. and, and Mayflower and all yeah. that crap. Which is why I think someone that came there first and told so them. Intriguing like, you know, we could scout. go back and do the research. Look, and, yeah. and, and military terminology is called a scout. Yeah. What yeah. if there was a scout? Yeah. What if someone scouted it? Yeah. And went back. Like, yo. And they're like, they got bow and arrows. Yeah. It's just, we got it's just, it. We never learned this in school. Why we never we? challenged it. Why would we learn this right. in America? We never challenged <laughs> it. And that's why I think we went to the moon yeah. and scouted it out. And then we're like, okay, guys, we're going to go up there and plant a flag for prosperity reasons. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to the moon. Unknown oh, space. Without any weapons. Knowing you can't breathe in that what? bitch. You out your mind. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen, man. Come I'm on. sorry. I'm not I'm not doing it. Yeah. Not doing it. You know what? I don't think America. I don't think we can accept the okay, thought Edward, that they came here for war. Edward, you and to take you all this land. You want to drive long distance without packing the car? Come on, bro. You honestly gonna tell me? You bring six, bro. At least minimum. <laughs> you bring six. Come on, how many? How many? How many clips you got? Come on. Come on, man. Come on. You think they want to bring something? All right, I hear you. Come on. <laughs> Ain't happening, listeners. I'm sorry we were in this giant tirade, <laughs> I, but I'm it was not worth lie. it. She, she started a very intriguing, it's an interesting conversation. excellent concept, and I'm quite sure with some deep conversations, we this opens up a lot of even what Crest was saying. A lot of what if you know the way we grew up, Black Americans, the way we grew, and I'll say White Americans too, because all of us here in America, what we learned in elementary school is kind of like the Bible. It's kind of like the Bible. Too. Remember, we didn't learn about black explorers or Native American explorers. We say Native American explorer, we only say what? Pocahontas. Yeah. We say black, you talk about the peanut guy. Yeah. Okay. That's as far as we get. Everybody else is white. And going back to Manifest Destiny, they were meant mm-hmm. to rule and all of that. Mm-hmm. I never really dug into questioning the, a, a, a scout coming here. Yeah. We did come, they did come yeah. fully loaded to yeah. the T. Yeah. Uh, if it was religious persecution, why didn't you come with God? And why did you why didn't you come with God? Yeah, yeah. You're you religious. Know? Why you have weapons? If you're weapons you know for? why? Why is God you? to protect? Him? Come with that Bible. Come with that, come Bible. With that Bible. Yeah, if your come faith is that strong, hey, Martin Luther King refused to use a gun. Yeah. Yeah. This is modern you know days. Yeah. The dude who got killed on the island, um, he went to go the missionary. Mm-hmm. He went to go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Any weapons. You want to know why? He He's not the first one who's tried. Yep. Yep. They seen that shit they before. Like, nah. Nah. They nah. Make me nah. <laughs> there twenty five thousand years. But that's yeah. why they, they killed they're them. Gonna come there to kill yes. That's why they that's killed why them. They them. Nah, bro. That just didn't make sense. But to that's me. why nah. they killed them. That's they learned they from them. the Native Americans. They were like, oh no, we know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Like, they nah. been thousands of years doing fine. Yeah. And, and they don't have any of the ailments we have out there. See what is it? India? I think they're off the coast by India. Yeah. 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 That country's like, nah, they're good. Yeah. We're not even going to bother them. Yes. Yeah, they say don't mix with them because they never had like the pox or and all of that. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're, and it's so crazy that they don't have all of these things we have out here. I bet they don't have coronavirus. Yeah, oh. I bet they don't. Oh, I bet they don't. They live. With I Anna, bet you. And they, go, and they talking about. Nobody thought of it. They no, don't. look, and they talking about. Oh yeah, it comes from human to animal contact. They've been living with those animals for years. Mm-hmm. The same. 200 people on the island, okay, for, for, for years. The same 200 people been alive, 
Okay, when one die, one replace them. Listen, okay, and we over here dying. If I ever dropping like flies, if I'm like an islander and I've been in that shit for years and generations, no one's taking me off my shit. I agree. Yeah, I do. I agree. No one. We're for gonna real. have turrets set up. Yeah, in the form of bow and arrows, spears. I, I agree. Traps and everything. Everything. They, they able to live, feed, yes. grow, family, the land. Yeah. culture, because they language. cultivate it. Yeah, they cultivate the land. Why didn't we go and cultivate the land with the Native Americans? With I don't the know. Indian, why didn't we cultivate with them? Why didn't we grow with them? Why didn't we learn from them? Why didn't we? Uh, these are questions we, to ask. It's we, fair. Nah, why not me? They? Why exactly. didn't they? Nah. But those are fair questions, right? What would have what would it, what Imagine would it have what looked they like? They would have learned from the the um, herbs that right. they, that they used to heal. Our science would be it. different. What? Think about it. They left their I land. Think, I don't think we would have relied on chemicals so much. They despised their land and their culture, and they came here had an opportunity to learn another culture that lived with the land, but yet tried to replicate and you know what's, their culture yeah. over there. You know what's funny is going back to the whole. Um, I, I, I want to say, um, man. I don't really, I, I guess, um, like with, with, when we're talking about the Ottoman Empire, right. the reason that it, it lasted so long is their ability to learn from a culture. That was already there. And indigenous. they were fine learning from the culture. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of people do, you know, I guess I want to say America, but a lot of countries that do try to take over. They don't learn. Don't expect it. Y'all gave me a lot to think yeah. about. I, I do think uh, that's yeah. that's pretty powerful. What you but you know what? Like. Going back to our original topic yeah, that's of powerful. how we deal with these pandemics. And we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Really. <laughs> but it goes back to that. How yeah. we deal with the pandemics is the fact that America is so arrogant. And when I say America, I'm not talking about the, the, the country because, you know, I'm now an American citizen. But as a people, Americans are so used to just what we have. Yeah. We have it. It ain't going nowhere. You got to come take it from me. Yeah. You know, because that's what we do. Yeah. We take, 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 take. take. So it's like, Oh, you want it? You better come take it. And we don't realize like these bacteria and viruses. Yeah. Oh, they'll take. All right. For sure. But you're taking right now. Yeah. You have to be hit with it to really go, damn, I can't believe this is happening to me. Yeah. You know, and I think people that have never had like a serious illness, if you've never had the flu, like where, the real flu, the real flu, I'm not talking about like I've flu. had that. Yeah, I almost you're died. Like, where you're home and you're like, man, I just so I drink some yes. chicken noodle soup and I'm fine. Nah, mm-hmm. no, you need to go to the hospital. Yeah, okay, you can't barely breathe. I had flu. to, I had to force myself to throw up to feel better. Yeah, mm-hmm. when like, you have I that, couldn't move. You appreciate. Yeah, you really let, do. let me ask yeah. something. Okay, Shell, I never had that. I start with you. Um, your conspiracy theories on this issue. Oh man! Give me your conspiracy theories. What do you think? Where coronavirus origin? Remember, none of this is proven. It's only conspiracy theories. You do know the Go coronavirus as outlandish as no, you want. No, you do know it's not new, right? This, this, Go ahead. The coronavirus is not new. COVID nineteen, like mm-hmm. the actual human coronavirus. Well, what's your conspiracy it's theory? On the the Lysol bottle. It's, yeah, it's actually on the Lysol bottle that. It Lysol prevents human coronavirus, mm. and this is dated on, last year. Yeah, but not even that. It's if you look up the history of all pandemics in history, um, human coronavirus is like back from two thousand two. Mm. So, and that's mm-hmm. just a different strain of it. Mm-hmm. But 
That's why I was 19. Yeah, like my conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. The, the, the sad part is when I look at Netflix, Wait, they're showing. Do a disclaimer saying this isn't true. No. No, we don't even have time. Okay. No, the, the, We're out of time. The, the thing is, I'm gonna, looking we'll at um, Outbreak, all these things on Netflix, pandemic, um, yeah. all this stuff on everything is on Netflix now. And it's kind of like, I hate to say it, but dude, I watch movies. Yeah. And you're not going to tell me. They didn't come from somewhere. Yeah. The thought, the idea, yeah, yeah. The, the script, yeah. it came from somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I do think the government is heavily involved because I think it is some form of, um, I don't want to say like government control because the government control everything anyways. I don't yeah. know why people keep saying that. Yeah. They control everything anyways. You're like, this is new. Yeah. All right. Come on, man. But it's just the way it's happening. It's that privilege that, and I hate to say this, for black people, mm. we're like, we used to this. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to not leaving the house yeah. if I don't have Bro, to. Bro, when they tell you self-isolate, I'm like, all right, so just be me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be myself. But like, for, like all the people I know that are of different, you know. Groups, white. You can say white. The white people. You can say white, yeah. They're like, what? We can't go to. It's St. Patrick's Day. I want to go drinking. I'm yeah. like, dude, stay home. Stay home. Just shut the hell up. Yes. They, I mean, their privilege is being infringed upon. Yes. And that is why everyone is complaining. They feel entitled to Because it. they feel entitled to go to the grocery store. Yeah. They feel entitled to go drinking at the bar. Yeah. They feel entitled. Neil deGrasse Tyson is coming to Broward County. Oh, we're going. I am going I to see I this man. See Dude, going. I was. I want to see him too. I was looking up ticket prices. Yeah. Like the next day, it was gone. Yeah. Like they, they're not doing it. Of course, it's canceled, Ed. Canceled. Oh man, I, I want to see Neil deGrasse. I want to see Neil deGrasse. So I'm just like, I, I, I'm going, dang. Yo, you man, know? we need to go as a group. Yeah, for it, sure. It sucks because like all, MegaCon. MegaCon like, might get shut down. Yeah, I can't go to MegaCon. I mean, down. come on, man. I had a trip planned to Orlando. Like, half, gonna get half the people don't bathe at MegaCon anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I really don't. Like, like, That's a fact. They're not washing their. I've been in the bathroom at MegaCon to see them walk straight out without washing their hands. And still to this day, niggas ain't washing their hands. Yes. Today, today I saw a dude not wash his hands in the bathroom. (laughs) I'm like, why? And speaking of that, I got to tell you, this is what bothers me. This is why I hate shaking men's hands. First of all, y'all hold your penis when you pee. Facts. So for me as a woman, when a man comes to shake my hand. Yeah. The first thing I'm doing is washing my hands. Yeah. I'm not touching my face because yeah. that's like you slapping your dick in my damn face. I'm going to go wash my hands. So, you know, like this is what I think. And this is how I think. Yeah. So, like, when I shake a man's hand, I shake it. But I'm going to go wash my hand. I just touch your dick. Yeah. That's how I feel. Sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, that's sure nasty. Yeah. yeah, that's nasty. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I always wash my hand. But I'm going, if you're a dude and you pee and you don't wash your hands, you're literally rubbing your dick and walking around just smacking people in their face. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel. You're you're, you're a nasty man. You, you walking around just slapping people in the face. Uh, no. Even like, before this shit started, I was washing my hands for like too. at least fifteen seconds. Man, like getting under my nails. I try to get under yeah. every every you time. Just soap your hand up. It nah. takes some seconds for that soap to wash off. Come on. So I just think soaping your hand up really well gives you the time in seconds to wash it off. So you don't got to sit there and be like, man, I'm do it for 20 yeah. seconds. No, I just soap it up good, wash, wash off the dick smell, yeah. and then you're gone. Yeah. Wash your hands, please. Wash your Listeners, hands. wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. 
Wash them. What's that song? Stop, like, stop bathing them uh, and sanitizing. Wash, 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 wash your ass. Wash your hands. Stay at home. Stop spreading y'all nasty coronavirus. That's so true. Don't spread your bacteria. I'm you, and the worst part is when you get it, you want to know who you got it from. Oh, yeah. You're like, that one. Oh, you yeah. You ain't doing that. What? Because you can get it from anywhere. You're yeah, right. But I Look at work. That. I just oh, want to know. You know, I mean, come I on. How many know. keyboards have you been on? Whatever. Man, I want to know. Listen, Ed, I just, I was telling Shell, I've been washing my hands so much, they've been peeling. Listen, yeah, and, like, I know. My, whenever, my tips. I, I whenever I, I'm like typing on people's keyboards, my hands are white from I like being dry. I sprayed lights on the keyboard. It stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Shell will tell you. For some strange reason, I don't know if it's a phase of life or nothing. I don't know. It just swooned over me. I'm going through a nice, nasty phase. Mm. I've never been like this in my life. Mm. And the nice, nasty, all of a sudden, I can't stand it. You're sensitive of everything that might be nasty. Mm. You know, I, I, I wear flip-flops all the time. Mm. Never did it. I walk around barefoot. But he's we still had nasty. concrete. But mm-hmm. he's still nasty. <laughs> I may not be up her standards. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I, I but it is a, annoying. My standards are a little higher than his. Yeah. It's, it's, it's obvious. Might yeah. be midlife crisis, Ed. Hey, Maybe nice time. Uh, right now, it's a good thing. Cause yeah. Even at work, I went through a whole bottle of the bacteria stuff. Mm-hmm. And like people be calling me and they want to sit there while, you mm-hmm. know, do a sort of breathe over me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Fuck out of my office. Like, try this. First. <laughs> try that. Yeah, I'm not down nah. with all that. And you know, what? I wash my hands vigorously a lot because I know I'm going to touch my face. Yeah. Because I have a beard and I, I'm constantly rubbing it. Mm-hmm. All the time, Corona sticking to it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm always washing my hands. That's why they're dry like that because I know I can't stop touching my face. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of y'all can't stop touching your face. So wash your hands vigorously. Mm-hmm. And that's all. We're done. We're, we we spend way too much time on nothing. Yeah, but that's what that's, that's what the podcast is. But listeners, I'm sorry this went like left so many ways. <laughs> we didn't even like. We were on the point that but, long. <laughs> but I knew this was gonna happen. That's why I named it a lot about nothing. I had the foresight to know that I talk a bunch of shit. You guys talk a bunch of shit. <laughs> and what else? Talk what is it? Up, people do the research. Be like, they were fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. Please don't no, take no, your you facts. Say, don't here. fact check us. We're not. We're like, ain't a damn nah. fact in here. You're like, look, look. I um stayed at Holiday Inn one time. There you go. <laughs> I stayed at Holiday Inn. <laughs> Please don't get your facts from us. Uh, please don't. <laughs> we However, if we are direction. correct, please let us know. Uh, yeah, I, like I'll take I'll take the dub, or if someone can tell me where that what that little excerpt I uh, read from. I, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up and tell you. I, I liked it a lot. And I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna send it to you, Ed, so you can read it. Yeah, send it to my send Twitter. To you guys, your Twitter. You, you don't have you a don't Twitter. Have- <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> okay, you no, send it to my Facebook. No social media was zero social media. Supposed to be a social media. I'm gonna expert. text it to you as well as the link to the podcast you that go. you that you constantly Make on. Sure don't know how to get to. Doubly encrypted and close up. Listeners, please, please comment and like us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now Google Play Podcasts. You can go ahead and subscribe to that too. Comment. Let me know what you think about this coronavirus. Are you washing your hands? Please tell me the guy you're washing your hands. Did you hoard? Please don't tell me you hoarded toilet paper. If you got toilet paper, I need some. I'm going to need some. Because mm-hmm. then, because here's the thing. When you take the toilet paper, it'll lead people to getting like baby wipes and yes. shit. And now babies don't got the wipes that they need. Yeah. True. True. So, 
Stop fucking up with the baby. Sure I don't even take one of your plies. Just one ply. You don't got to give me the, the whole two plies. Just give See, me one of the my plies. Mom, my mom work at a hotel, so she get that big roll. Oh, yeah. come on, man. That's yeah. a dream roll. Look us yeah. up. Look us up. No, it's trash. It's, it don't matter. It's trash. It's not trash when it's wiping my ass. Big did, she, did she say the numbers <laughs> dropped there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. They're, they're still open. Okay. Many of them closed, but they're still open. Wow. Um, but yeah, listeners, thank you so much for listening. If this went left, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. That's what <laughs> Just keep we listening. That's what we do. Uh, this is a lot about nothing. Thank you for listening. By the way, this was what, episode seven? I didn't uh, even say what episode it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is seven. We're starting to forget. Yeah, no, this is seven. We need to start putting up the Wait till we hit the big yeah, 10. Sure. The little numbers. Yeah, sure. All right, thanks for listening, guys. See you later.